guys, my name is Betty Nicole, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Oath of Nicole, where God has promised his people victory. This is a space for healing, and that is hope, encouragement, affirmation, lifestyle, inspiration, nourishment, and growth by practically applying biblical principles. My hope and prayer is that you will find encouragement for your heart in each episode because no matter the circumstances, there is always hope through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, you guys, I would like to welcome you to this week's episode. It has been so long since I've sat down to actually record a podcast. But you know what? Over the last few nights, I felt like maybe I should try to record at night just to see how things go. And tonight I was just, you know, messing around with other social sites. And I was like, you know what, Lord? I'm going to just record and share what's on my heart. So listen, y'all, this is not, I did not plan for this podcast. I don't really have any specific notes, but I'm just going to trust that the Lord is going to have his way. It is currently 1056. So it is a bit late or on the late side, but still, um, I believe that, you know, there are some things that just may encourage you guys, depending on where you are in life. Now, I know it has been a long time since I've published a podcast. And, you know, y'all, if y'all have been keeping up with my YouTube channel, honestly, y'all, side note, I've not really posted on there either. But, you know, back in January, um, our home flooded so well that was probably in february i think so in january our furnace went out the the beginning of february it flooded um the ending of february wow i um hosted my what's behind your selfie conference and then shortly after that i traveled to california california for a conference there and then once i came home and kind of settled i really was just praying and just trying to see what's next for me you know i know the things that i have on my heart and i know the things that i desire to do but you know that there is a difference between what you desire to do sometimes and what god desires for you to do so today i'm going to talk about that just you know how do you find out What's a desire that you have and what's a desire that that God has for you? And then how do you know when your desires are truly the desires that God has given you? And I have found myself in a place of just being indecisive um, for a long time where I would believe the Lord is leading me to do something. And then everything would seem to line up. But then right when I get there, I would change my mind and just wonder what if this is the enemy? What if this is Satan? What if this the devil trying to trip me up? And then I go back into this cycle of feeling bad, like what if or what could have happened if I would have just went forward with it? And honestly, you guys, I am right here in that place 
once again. So a situation, well, a circumstance that was presented to me back in October, I felt as though the Lord wanted me to wait. And so that's what I did. But now the opportunity has presented itself again. And this opportunity seems even better than what um, I had back in October. But still, y'all, there's this thing within me. It's just like, Lord, I want to make sure that I know for sure, for sure that it's you. And honestly, y'all, it's not that I'm more so worried about failing. You know, sometimes when you step out and do um, or step out for an opportunity or step out to do what you believe the Lord is leading you to do. Oftentimes you feel like, what if you fail? But for me, I don't even really fear failure as much as I fear. What if I do this and then you really had something else for me? And then now I'm stuck in this, right? Does that make sense? So I'm going to unpack that a little bit later, but I wanted to share with you guys some great books that I've read over the last few months, as well as some books that I am currently reading. So I'm going to do that. Then we're going to pray and we're going to jump in it, jump into it. So um, I've been reading books by Crawford Loritz. He's a pastor down in Georgia, but a lot of his publications are, are really old. I'm thinking maybe early 2000s or 1990s. When I say really old, I'm not talking about historical, you know, super, super old, but it's a little bit older and a little bit outdated for me. But the content, y'all, it is so on point. It is just so God is so good. And so books like this, pastors like that, who has a wealth of knowledge, they when they write most times, their writings can like go outlive them. Right. It's like a legacy thing. So I read a few last month, the end of last month, I read A Passionate Commitment, Recapturing Your Sense of Purpose. And that book was outstanding. I absolutely loved it. And the crazy thing is, y'all, I ended up writing a post on Bailey's Dash and just saying how um he experienced the loss of a child. And it was tucked away in the pages. I was not expecting to come upon that portion. But that's just so God in that when you set out to really learn and to read and I, I love to read, especially books that talk about people's personal experience, because I gain so much from their indecisiveness or their failures and their mistakes, but also the things that they did right that I like to read and just kind of glean from that because I don't have a whole lot of um mentors in my life I should say I have people that I consult with I have godly counsel that I know I can pick up the phone and call like my mom and my sisters and my friends and even a few other older people that I've met along the way but I've never really had a grandparent like grandparents and things like that they passed away when I say I never really had them I had them but I never knew them so um I'm constantly you know, just feeding on older people experiences because I truly believe that they are just sitting on a wealth of gold, a wealth of treasure, a wealth of knowledge when they have lived their life out for God. So that's one book that I finished. Another book that I'm currently reading is The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. Now, I believe this is a very, very popular book, but the whole gist of this is just the power of just understanding the power of prayer 
but also um, stepping out and trusting that not only does God still answer prayers, but when you stand in faith, believing God to do something for you and for your life, that God absolutely comes through. So that has been so convicting. It has been very convicting for one, because sometimes, you know, it's easy to grow slack of praying. And that's something that I'm planning to talk about y'all and, um, I have a few speaking engagements coming up and I plan to talk about that that portion of just how um, our hope is deferred and how we begin to get slack in the things that are right. Like, you know, spending time with God and praying and stuff, because in some ways, you know, after you've been waiting for so long or if you've been believing God to do a certain thing after so long, you kind of grow weary. And this book has just been a great reminder on the importance of not only reading, I mean, trusting God by way of prayer, but also just standing in faith and trusting that when you pray and and grant and, and trust that God will grant a request, even if he doesn't grant it in the way that you prayed it there's still something to be learned in that and prayer is more so about you connecting with God and communicating with him and just laying your burdens down casting your burdens upon him because the bible says he cares for you more than it is sometimes him even answering the prayer and there has been several instances over the last few months where I've come and kneeled down and prayed and sometimes with few words and other times with many words and my my prayer and my heart cry has been Lord I need you to help me I need you to help me understand this situation even dealing with my children in the season of life they're in you know navigating this this new normal for them where they're experiencing a feeling of just like rejection and abandonment and just trying to work through that with them I've been praying over time, like, Lord, help me to be what I need to be for them. But more importantly, Lord, help me to trust that you will be everything that they need in this season of their life, because that's what's true, y'all. Most times we think that we have to be everything to everybody when God has not called us to do that. God has called us to be, um, a you know, comfort people and to, to, to offer encouraging words and to pray for those whom we love and those whom we don't love. God has called us to those things, but more importantly, God has called us to entrust ourselves to him. And the more we entrust ourselves to him, the more we are better able to look and view other people's circumstances and say okay you're gonna you we're i'm praying for you i'm here for you and i'm i'm there whenever you need me but you're gonna have to entrust yourself to god this is what the entire journey of life entails it entails us knowing that we have a savior that died for our sins but also died so that we can have an advocate for us that goes before God praying and interceding for us when we can't even do that for ourselves so this book in the first few chapters like I said it has grounded me on the importance of remember Betty before you do anything else before you get on the phone before you whatever pray 
And whether that's a few words of, Lord, I need you to help me. Lord, I need guidance. Lord, I need direction. Lord, shut the door if it's not your will. Lord, open the door if it is. Lord, remove anyone from my life that, that ought not be in my life. Place the people who need to be in my life in my life in this season. Lord, whatever it is you need to do in me, let me learn the lesson so that I can um, be a vessel, you know, meet for use. That's what the Bible talks about. We want to be good vessels. So, this book has been instrumental in teaching me that. Another book that I am almost done with is also by Crawford Loritz and it's called Leadership as an Identity, The Four Traits of Those Who Wield Lasting Influence. And that book has been so good, y'all, especially if you believe the Lord has called you to lead in any capacity. Now, most times we think about influence and leadership like, oh, you have to have this many followers or you have to, you know, succumb to culture's way of success. But oftentimes, if you have children, if you are in a marriage or if you are in a family, God has called you to lead to some capacity. And so you want to be a good leader. You want to be, you want to learn all the things you need to learn, like discipline and consistency. And like, y'all, I'm talking to myself, okay, to learn all those things so that you can be what God has called you to be. So those are the books that I've read and are reading and is reading and are reading so those are the books and then i also have a few books on my ipad that i'm kind of going through so yeah that's that on that but y'all let's just go ahead and jump into this prayer that's the gist of like everything um summed up i guess that i could say where i've been i kind of just been again just reevaluating my life because we all have to do that. The Bible talks about examining yourself to make sure you're still in the faith. I know I'm still in the faith, but there's some areas and some aspects of my life, y'all, where I'm just like, Lord, I don't know. I don't understand this, but help me to keep looking to you. So let's look to God right now in prayer, right? So in Jesus name, Lord, I thank you so much for that long winded introduction. Lord, often I forget just how much I absolutely love, you know, sharing my heart and sharing your word and sharing my experience that when I open my mouth, Lord, sometimes these words just flow out. But I pray for each and every listener, Lord, that has tuned in, that they would find a word here, oh God, not more so for my experience, but Lord, let them find hope in your word. Lord, I thank you that you are faithful. I thank you, Lord, that you you hear the prayers of a righteous man. I thank you, Jesus, that you help us and you strengthen us, oh God, and you comfort us in our affliction. The other night, oh God, I read in Psalm 119, verse 67, where David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Now I keep your word. And that's true for me. And I'm true. It has been, I'm sure it has been true for those who are tuning in, oh God, before hard times, before trouble before those things that happened in their life oh god that were completely out of their control they probably went astray but now lord god since you've allowed chastisement or you've allowed shifting and shaking in their life and things to happen that they don't understand that prayerfully lord they have turned back to you and understanding oh god the importance of not only keeping your word but trusting themselves to you and to your ways and to your perspective lord because you are always know what's right 
And sometimes, oh God, we're prone to to wonder. We're prone to go after pleasure. We're prone to look to things, oh God, that we think will fill us, that we think, oh God, would help us, oh God. But you are the only one that can do that. And I surrender myself unto you, Lord, under the power and the authority and the subjection of your word, oh God, and of who you are, Lord. You reign supreme in our life, oh God. And even in the moments when we don't understand, when we want wonder what's going on oh god when are things going to change and you know how are you going to work this thing out lord we can we can rest assured that you are faithful and i say this all the time lord i say this all the time and i think it's because lord i've dealt with unfaithful people and i saw oh god the residue and the pain that they've left because of their unfaithfulness oh god but i thank you jesus that when i look to you oh god when i read your word and see how you worked in the lives of your servants and even when i look back over my own life sometimes lord that's what we need to do we need to take um a inventory lord god of all the ways that you've brought us out all the ways that you've helped us all the ways oh god when we felt like lord there's no way we can get through this there's no way we can overcome this oh god you do things that are beyond our control you do things oh god that are beyond what we even imagine according to ephesians 3 and 20 and so, Lord, I pray that you have your way, you know, in this podcast. And as we we wrap things up, oh, God, if someone came here searching for answers, Lord, that they'd find it, Lord, that they would get back to the posture of praying, that they would get back to the posture of trusting you, oh, God, and trusting that you know the way and the plans and the purposes, oh, God, that you have for their life. And I pray, Jesus, even if they're crying, oh, God, even if they're perplexed, oh, God, even if they're wrestling with it anxiety, Lord, that you will bring clear direction, Lord. You are not the author of confusion. And Lord, sometimes we settle for things. We get in situations and we it feels right and all the cards seem to line up and all the stars seem to point to this being your will. But Lord, as we stay in it and we begin to think and we get to ourselves, we begin to reevaluate things and wonder, Lord, is this really you? And Lord, if there's someone on today who's wondering, oh God, is this really you? I pray, Jesus, that you would speak to their heart, that you would speak to their mind, that you'd show them an example in your scripture, in the word of God, oh God, that shows them what they need to do. Lord, help us not to make mistakes. And I know mistakes are, are can be good and used for good. But Lord, if there's a way that we can avoid something, oh God, that's going to be detrimental or avoid something that seems good, but really isn't good for us. Lord, if there's any way we can avoid it, then I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would redirect their life and even me the same. Lord, I pray that over my life. There's been many times Lord, where I thought I knew what was right. And as I lived and, and and went about my day, Lord God, I quickly found out that it was a wrong choice. And I felt the regret and the shame and the guilt in those moments, oh God. But I thank you, Jesus, that even in those moments, oh God, when I cried and, and said, Lord, you know, I'm sorry that you picked me up, oh God, and you turned me around. And even though sometimes the consequences were still with me, oh God, you were greater even than the consequences. And you carried me through and i thank you for carrying the listeners through lord i thank you for doing only what you can do lord 
you are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you for being sovereign. Thank you for answering prayers, Lord. Thank you for fixing situations. Thank you, oh God, for bringing peace into their lives, oh God, as only you can. And I plead the blood of Jesus over every lie of Satan, oh God, over every over every hiccup, over every distraction, over every destruction that he has planned, oh God. Your word says that Satan comes to steal, to kill, and destroy, but you have come that we may have life and that life more abundantly. I pray that for them, Lord, and me the same. Lord, I thank you and honor you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.